Hello, assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks, the place where we are talking about how to empower women and help them to grow and thrive. And if you know this podcast, we cover the gamut of issues for women. Women are looking to have a more mindful, productive, and positive life, especially Muslim women who are looking to live like a modern, trendy life, but also keep the the sunnah a part of our life and you know even if you're not a muslim this space is for you because we're just talking about women's issues in general you're going to find tons of free content on parenting homeschooling um love um inspiration motivation and just daily daily hacks organization and all sorts and so welcome welcome and join us here for um probably every one to two days sorry more like two to three days we post podcasts here and today's podcast i'm gonna be honest with you guys i am super reluctant to post this and the reason I am is because I feel like I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings and at the same time I feel this really strong sense of responsibility and sharing because I know one thing that the sunnah does teach us is that when you see something that um, you know could benefit your sister or brother you should really say it and sometimes if you withhold information that you know it could be harming them and you don't let them know or something you're 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 held accountable by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and I want us all to really take that seriously because it could be any subject not just the subject I'm talking about today but what is the subject that I'm going to talk about I'm going to talk about some of the biggest mistakes homeschooling mistakes I see happening out there and for those of you who know me I'm an educator almost two decades and I see a lot I see a lot of really good and some stuff that really concerns me and so what I want you to know is I'm constantly going to be here giving tons of resources information you can also reach out to me at any time if you don't already know on IG like Instagram DMing me is the fastest way to reach me although you can also email me and I will put my email in the description of this podcast and so subhanallah yeah i see tons of things and i see tons of wonderful moms who have the best intentions out there doing the best they can for their kids with the information that they have in front of them and some of it is good and some of it i just need them to know how serious certain decisions that are being made could affect their children long term and i'm afraid that if i don't say anything maybe the children will be affected but don't worry on the flip side on the positive side i have all the answers for what you can be doing instead and if you don't already know um, i'm giving tons of free content my website's about to get revamped in the next two days i'll be throwing up tons of free resources up there and i'm also um, almost done making a free course uh, for homeschooling and then you know subhanallah i'm gonna have tons of content like i said some free some paid but at the end of the day i am gonna be a constant set of resources for you guys for all of your work in homeschooling in the future inshallah okay diving right in um so what are some of the biggest mistakes so i'm going to give you the top seven that i see and i'm going to give it to you like the worst ones at the end i'll save those for the last (laughs) but subhanallah these are ones that i want you to know they apply to almost all type of homeschooling style the only one that they might not is like more like that unschooling one or two of them might not apply so much because they don't always use like certain standards and rules and things but the other ones like kind of more so do so these are pretty generic but at the same time like these can be super detrimental and i just wanted to throw these out there i'll just do a little brief on each of them okay so number i'm gonna just do like what is it backwards i'm sorry i think it's eight eight number eight taking it this is a big one for me taking advice um, from people that are not professionals 
that is one that I'm seeing a lot. Just random moms or random blogs. I see like random moms, even on blogs, like blogging moms, they just homeschool a couple years and they start throwing up what their curriculum is and telling everybody they should buy this curriculum. And I'm just telling you because I used to be, um, I wasn't just a teacher. I used to review curriculum for the United States on like what what curriculum schools should buy. So I used to work with principals, I used to work with schools, and I used to do curriculum review. And the things they're suggesting, some of them are horrible, horrible, but moms wouldn't know. And so what I suggest to you moms out there is if you're not sure what curriculums to use, do not just use any random blog out there or any random mom giving advice on Instagram. It's really not good because there are something right now, we have the Next Generation Standards or the Common Core Standards, and they're basically like benchmarks and things that your kids should be reaching. So some of the curriculums that they're suggesting are really off. So what I would say is seek professional um, advice. This is your child's or your children's education for their entire life. It's an amana. It is a promise, a trust. We have to be responsible in the choices that we make. If you don't know, it's not your fault, but it is our job to find answers from the right people. You wouldn't like go find some major uh, heart uh, surgery advice from a random, blo- random blogger, right? If, you're, if your husband needed heart surgery and it was a serious thing, just how education is a serious thing, you wouldn't go to some random person on Instagram to find out whether or not your your husband should have this surgery or that surgery. It's kind of the same thing. So I want to put that in perspective. Um, number two, and by the way, I, I do give free consultation. I do, I'm going to put up resources. I'm going to put up courses. All this stuff, like I said, you could have got, it was just like, definitely message me on Instagram. I'll be here for you guys. Um, number two, picking the wrong curriculum. So again, like this is, this is going with that advice thing. A lot of the advice people do seek is on this subject. So I'm mentioning it separately, but because they did get all kinds of advice, but generally the wrong curriculum guys, there are certain curriculums out there that really should not be bought. And I'm not going to throw any names out there because that would not be ethical. But at the same time, it is also not going to be ethical if I don't tell you that that is what people are doing and people should really take heed of that. So subhanAllah, I do have like I said, a background in, and I know certain curriculums, I'm be throwing a lot of this in the courses that I'm giving, but at the same time, I just want people to know that when you make those choices, they are your own personal choices and they should be taken really from professional and professional information. Number three, letting their feelings of self-consciousness about their teaching ability affect their teaching and in effect, kind of not giving their children the best education possible. There are some moms out there that they are really great moms and they are actually, they have the potential to be great teachers, but they have all this self-doubt creeping in and it is just ruining their ability to teach. Cause when you guys, when you're, when you're not confident in something, anything, anything in life, it shows it shows in your execution. And so like sometimes they're fumbling through, moms are getting frustrated, they end up yelling at the kids. And subhanAllah, I just want everybody to know, if you haven't already heard my Growth Mindset podcast, and I really kind of, it's a short one, I wanted to say more, but you can learn anything, you can do anything, you can teach anything. I have total faith in you because the brain is expandable, the brain is pliable. It is not, this is a very fixed mindset to think I'm not a teacher, I can't do it, I'm not good at math, I'm not good at social studies. There is literally no such thing. You've been told that. It's not the truth. It's not the way the brain works. It's not the way the mind works. We've been conditioned. We got to get out of it. And so, yeah, go back and check that podcast out. But yeah, this is really affecting your child. So please try not to get caught up in your own self-consciousness about teaching because it will definitely hurt your children. Okay, number eight, seven, six, five. 
spending most of their time yelling at their children and frustrated during homeschooling. Now, I've noticed this is something that moms are a little bit shy about, but they are definitely, once they get close to me, admitting, especially when I do like consultations, that they are yelling at their children a lot. And this is something, if you're doing this, I just want you to know you are not alone. And for me, when I hear that, I'm never judgmental. I never think like, oh, stuff for Allah. No, I'm not thinking of that. I'm thinking like, what is happening that that's the, the, the space they're getting into, where the child doesn't want to work the mom's begging and screaming so I'm starting to think of solution wise what could be the issue maybe it's the approach maybe it's the curriculum maybe it's like the child's um, learning style it's not being met there's so many things that we could discuss but a lot of moms are going through that and in fact let me just tell you what the problem with that is guys they're making their kids hate learning That's kind of like the opposite of what we're trying to do with homeschooling. We're trying to have a better environment than the schools. But if you do that, not only is it bad for their education, it's ruining the relationship between the mother and the child. And that is a seriously important relationship that we do not want to ruin over something like this. So yeah, please take heed. This is definitely going to affect your child's education. If if they think every morning when I wake up, I'm just going to go sit on the desk and mommy's going to scream at me. That's not something they're going to want to wake up to. They're not going to want to learn and do their best okay the next one is oh this one is a big one too I don't know I, I've seen I, I'm kind of surprised at how common this one is but it's really really concerning to me women thinking that their curriculum quote-unquote is taking random free materials and printouts and worksheets off of online or things that sisters share with one another through blogs or through um, group chats This is really bad, guys, because a curriculum is something that when people make a curriculum, it's usually like four or five people with degrees and they get thrown into a room. Sometimes actually it's more than that. The whole process probably involves at least 30 people and they get thrown into a room and they hash out some curriculum for maybe sometimes a couple years. They test it out. They do this. They do that. They hold it against the standards. They make sure it matches crazy work goes into it and it's totally methodical and strategic and the whole scope and sequence has been well thought out by people with trained degrees okay now people are swapping that which is what you should be giving your child which you can buy and these are you can pre-buy them but the point is people just instead of taking random worksheets putting them together and thinking their child is going to pass second grade or third grade they're passing in your house because you're assessing them and sometimes not even um, with whatever you have in the house but if you throw them back into the public system or the private system or against other people who are you know it's a global market people are competing if you want them to have a good job when they grow up they're not going to be able to hang guys because you actually can't keep track of what material you were teaching them what standards you were hitting and whether or not they met those standards it is not a responsible way to teach so please do not think your curriculum quote-unquote are random sheets off the internet and that also goes for picking up uh, random curriculums from women that offer them sometimes some women are homeschooling for a long time and it's not that I'm, I'm against them and they start making their own curriculums and they start selling them all I have to say is they may or may not have a good curriculum how would you know it hasn't been um, researched it has not been assessed see that's one thing I used to do and I used to work with people for a living who assessed curriculum some of the best ones out there that even use in the public schools are not amazing what about someone who just made one in their house I'm gonna be honest with you with all of my my degree I would not make curriculum on my own it is not something to play with it is a serious undertaking so before you go buying one of those curriculum off of some random sister you met in the masjid please please think twice because you really need to find out if her material is meeting the the standards of your state or of whatever country you're in 
Um, the other one is, um, the next one is not having set routines. You don't know how many moms are struggling for no reason. They're constantly taking advice from me and asking me, how can they do this? They're so stressed out. One of the number one things I start in the beginning to ask them about are the routines. Um, what kind of routines do you have? And then they're like, routines? I said, yeah, do you have a schedule up on the wall that your children follow? Do you have one in your planner, this and that? What times do you do this? What times do you do that? And most of the time, they don't have set routines. And that's usually a reason why um, they're, they're not they're getting stressed out and the house is kind of chaotic and it's totally fixable. It's so easy. Guys, I'm going to be honest with you. All these things I'm mentioning right now are fixable. Do not feel overwhelmed by these. These are all things that I intend to give tons of advice on. Do not feel I could totally help you with these. But the point is having routines affects everything. It is such a, like, it's a huge shift and it's going to be so positive. You have to have them. You cannot not have them. It doesn't work. And when I say routines, they don't have to be rigid. There's different styles of routines. You could do like, like block scheduling. You could do specific time. I do tons of different things. I've, you know, what, depending on the year of what I, what works with me, I can throw out some options, but please do have some type of routine or schedule. All right. We're down to the last two that are some of like the biggest offenders. And you wouldn't think they'd be the biggest more than what I just said, but they are because they actually have a bigger impact even more so than some of the things that I mentioned that are concerning. Um, so number two would be not keeping track of their time and not finishing the curriculum within a year. I know a lot of moms, even when they do buy a curriculum, they just don't don't finish it. And so the next year, imagine they do the next year and they don't finish it and they don't finish it and they don't finish it. Sometimes they'll take weeks off here and there. They'll take this time off there. They don't really finish it. They don't realize how much time has passed. They're not keeping track. And sometimes they'll like only finish 50% of the curriculum. Even 70% of the curriculum is, is a lot to have done, but 30% left off is a lot to not have done. And so what I want to say is you really have to pace yourself. And when you don't finish something, you have to find a way to finish it. Guys, sometimes on my day off, my kid's day off, I'm like, look, we didn't finish it from yesterday. So we're going to take an hour of today, even though I know it's your day off to do it. And when my kids know I'm going to do that, they're so much more apt into like finishing it the day they're supposed to because they don't want to have it on their day off. And FYI, there's all types of kids. Some kids are going to give you more trouble than others. It's totally normal. And that's what I wish people would understand about children. There's different kinds of children. I'm a mom. I have five children. They're not all the same. Some love this, some hate that. And it's this same mom. I'm, I'm teaching them the same way and one will be easy with it and one will be more difficult. But what makes a good teacher is, is that you're able to be flexible and adapt to the situation. And again, these are resources I will give you, but please take this seriously. Please try to finish your curriculum and do not leave it off because as the years build on, your children are, are just losing so much information and content. They're going to be behind. And the last one, and I know this again, doesn't sound like it would be the worst, but I'm telling you, it's one of the, the most it's just, it's, it's really, really detrimental guys is not keeping track of your child's, uh, what your child is learning. A lot of women, I, I, I rarely meet a mom who does this properly and it's not again, cause they're not good moms. It's because I think they undermine this, the severity of the impact of this one. Um, they just get caught up in life and it's totally normal, but not keeping track of your child's progress. What does that sound like? Okay. For example, um, knowing whether or not your child, how, how well they mastered a certain skill or not, they're, no, they're just not even keeping track in an assessment, in a book. Even if you give them a random unit exam, that's not really it. Form, there's form, something called formal and informal assessments. You should be giving a lot more 
informal assessments. Those are things that are not exams. And again, on a different podcast, if you guys are interested, I talk about like different types of assessments. But the point is, you need to know where your child is. You need to know if your child can add two-digit numbers or, or, or multiplication like this or that. You should know like this. I have a sheet and I keep track of my son or my daughter and I know exactly what they know. I know exactly what they don't know. If you ask me right now, I would just open up my sheet and I would go down and go, boom, this one they're still working on. This one they got at 75%. This one they're at 100%. Boom, 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 boom. I have a tracking sheet. And that's also something um, I'll be sharing with some of the materials I put out. But you have to know. You know why? Because when you don't know, then you just move on and your child has holes of information and content. And that kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade, or if you're in the UK or whatever, if you're talking phases or you're talking key stages or whatever, you're missing major content and it's just going on and on and on. And when they have those holes, they're not able to accomplish other things. So this is really serious. And I know I took a little bit longer in this podcast than usual, but I wanted to really drive the point home that these are common mistakes that are very, very detrimental detrimental to our children's education, especially at home. And I just want to emphasize that homeschooling can be a beautiful experience. It does not have to be full of mistakes. I mentioned those six essentials because they are totally possible and easy to do. And I'm going to be showing you. So please stay tuned to these podcasts. Allow me to share what I know with you. Allow me to help you get along. Again, if you do want to reach me, I do give like 45-minute consultations. If you do want one, you could sign up and at least we'll try to get together what it is that you need to know and kind of put you on the path. And then Shalta Island, like I said, I'll continue to put stuff here. Check it out on my website, www.mindful-muslima.com. I'll be throwing stuff up there. And again, if you want my email, I'll put it in the description below. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. And please share this information with another homeschooling mom that could be making some of these mistakes. And I'm just telling you from a, a professional point of view that these are things that I definitely would say if you find yourself you're deficient in any of these or you're struggling with these that's okay it doesn't mean you're a bad mom it doesn't mean you're a bad um, teacher it just means that that's going to be your area of focus to learn how to fix and that's the thing we can assess ourselves with this list right here guys if I were you and I was sitting there I'd be like hmm okay number six I'm doing okay number four I'm going to be working on where can I get information on number four you just start to assess yourself when you learn how to do that even for yourself in all aspects of your life your children are going to have an even better chance in their education and in other things in their life. Again, thank you so much for listening. It's been a pleasure. Talk to you in the next one. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.